and pop culture fans to a brand new Quality Check podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet, as always, is Drew Douglas. People thought we were dead, but we're still here. We're back. We are back like Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> and it's this Quality Check podcast episode is not written by Dan O'Bannon, who wrote that very underappreciated movie. I freaking love that movie, but we're back. I've never seen it. Oh, man, it's in my top 10, maybe in my top five movies of all time. Love that movie. Wait, so which one did you say again? Return of the Living Dead. Okay, yeah, I've, the, never, I've never seen it. I, I actually, I've never seen outside of uh, Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I don't think I've seen any of those movies. So that is a movie that I stand by as being not only one of the best Living Dead, quote unquote, Living Dead films. I mean, that's outside of the whole George Romero. But that movie itself is like a great reflection of where that subgenre went. But it also is a great reflection on the 80s. On So what Romero did with uh, Dawn of the Dead in terms of how that is supposed to represent consumerism, Return of the Living Dead is yet another reflection on consumerism, but also like pop culture and everything else. And I just, I freaking love that movie. Dan O'Bannon, he went to school, created Dark Star with John Carpenter, and he wrote that film. Dan O'Bannon also is the writer of freaking Alien. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I, he, Dan O'Bannon has not done enough. As you can tell, I have a shrine of Dan O'Bannon right here in front of me. Wow, and I love I I look I look to Dan O'Bannon as a major point of reference and and influence in my life. Yeah, he's got a looking at him the, him as an older man. I guess he died in two thousand nine, but he's kind of got a, a George A. Romero look to him with the white beard yeah. and the uh, something about that. And I I should I should watch those. Uh, it, it is. We're recording here on the first day of summer, which summer feels like it's been going on for six weeks now. But yeah, it's the start of summer. But that also means that we're inching closer to Halloween, which I'm already have been counting down for the past however many months. Like I, it, we're so close. We're getting closer. So, so yeah, pumped. I feel like I want to go on a a nice horror binge. And this week we do get a good horror film in theaters. Ooh. The Black Phone. Are you planning on seeing that? I am actually getting more and more excited because this score, I have not looked um, in the last eight, nine hours, but I know that the score hasn't dropped that much. However, it's looking more in favor for me. We'll update that in a bit, but I I haven't seen the full trailer still, but I saw a few snippets of like a TV spot and I don't know what Ethan Hawke is doing (laughs) in this movie, (laughs) but he looks freaky as hell. I'm I'm thinking that he may be carrying over a little bit of what he did in Moon Knight. Oh my goodness. You didn't you haven't started that, right? Actually, I was gonna talk about that because I blew through all of it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, we'll talk we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, some of the stuff we've been watching in a little bit. Uh I guess we should explain. We don't really need to explain, but we haven't done this in what, three weeks? Yeah. Three, basically about three weeks you had you had someone in town visiting you, and I was like, eh, we don't need to record. And then the following week, I got COVID, and that was not pleasant. And it li- literally, we spent the last 30 minutes just like off mic talking about it, but it was <laughs> honestly the worst health situation I've ever had to deal with because I've been very blessed and haven't been sick uh, very much in my life. And if I do, it's it's very minor stuff. So that was brutal. Uh, that knocked me out for about a week. So that's really what we've been doing. We're still here. It's just things have gotten in the way. So we just thought we'd catch up and then, you know, update the Rotten Tomatoes game, which wraps up uh, this month, the month of June. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we can, we don't, I guess we don't need to make guesses for July, but we, we got some, we got some big movies coming in July, which will kick off, uh, I guess, the second half game. From July to December, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're just we're just catching up. 
I may, I may need to file an extension on the RT game, just like how you file extensions on your taxes, just so I have a chance at winning. Well, <laughs> it's, I, not gonna happen. it's not happening for the month of June. I hate to break it to you. Ooh. I mean, I, I updated it right before we, we uh, started recording. If you, if you want to get into that real quick. Let's, I'm, I'm ready to dive in because there's one that keeps, we, there's one movie and I, I've been keeping an eye on it over the weekend, but you and I were literally one point away or one percentage off and it keeps teetering back and forth between your score and mine. So from, again, if you've never listened, we were doing Rotten Tomatoes guesses for January through June. Now, heading into the month of June, I was up 14 to 7, 14 points to 7. And what we did was you had no shot of coming back and winning because you were down by so much. So we made June every movie worth two points, and we had five movies to pick. Now, we're, we're locking in three of the five movies today. Uh, we have Crimes of the Future. You said 66. I said 65. <sighs> Uh, it ended up being, I think, 79%. Oh, wow. So you, you, you snuck in with a victory. You got two points there. It's a sneak attack. I needed that. A little sneak attack. Uh, Lightyear, Disney Pixar's Lightyear. I said 93 because <laughs> critics, all, critics always go nuts for Pixar. It could be the dumbest movie on the planet, and they're gonna, <laughs> it's going to have a 90-something percent. Uh, you said 92 and it ended up, ended up being right now at 76%. Oh. So you get another one. That's, that's two more points for you. So you're going you're gonna to add four points to your total, bumping you up to 11. Ooh. Now, the, the third movie was Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, you went high. You said 80%. I said 76%. We were both way off. Way off. It's getting absolutely torched 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I get 2 points. That bumps me up to 16, which means no matter what, you could win <laughs> the final two movies of June, which are Elvis and The Black Phone, and you can't win. You can't come back and win. So I I win the first half 2022 Rotten Tomatoes game. Um I'm I guess I'm not surprised, but I am a little bit surprised. <laughs> I mean, you were you were kicking my butt. Early I was, on. and then I came back. You came back, and then it was like May. I I dominated May. I think I only lost one yeah. in May of it like was, five or six movies, which it absolutely killed you. It was brutal. It was brutal. Now the only thing that was going to save me possibly was or. It's the fact of where we talked about you would end up getting is like double jeopardy, where you make two points if you landed on one exactly. And you really, I was hoping you really needed to clean sweep the first three, and then that, it would yeah. all come down to Elvis and the Black Phone, and it would be very tight because right now Elvis has seventy five reviews. It's at eighty one percent. I said eighty one. You yeah. said eighty. Eighty. Yeah. I'm expecting that probably to drop into the 70s, which would would give you the win. And then the Black Phone has 32 reviews. It's 88% as of last refresh. You said 83. I said 74. So if you would have won all three of these, I think you would probably win Elvis and Black Phone, and you would win the first half of the year. If, if I could nail those exactly, then it's double jeopardy for the win. But I don't... I don't see, I don't know me like Elvis I still think there is a possibility but I it's I not, think that's going to drop. I think you're going to win yeah. that. And then I don't I'm surprised Black Phone hasn't hasn't slipped too much cuz when we guessed it was I think 12 reviews at 100% mm-hmm. and it's only slipped to 88. I do think when we do from July to December uh, if you, we, I don't know why we weren't doing this, but if you get it dead on, you get like three points. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. And then I, I think we should do one, like one random movie a month that's worth two points because it's like a wild card. It could be 
it will like randomly draw. And let's say July, we randomly draw Nope. Nope is worth two points for the month instead of the normal one. Because then that can, it, it would just fluctuate our scores a little bit and it won't be as heavy handed. Mm-hmm. At least, may, or it could be even worse, actually. I guess somebody <laughs> could, you know, get lucky and dominate even further. Um, but going, we, we didn't get to talk about Jurassic World Dominion. It's getting, like I said, just murdered by critics 30 percent uh which is not i mean fallen kingdom was 47 that's this is like well Uh. below fallen kingdom and then jurassic world was 71 percent uh i finally got to see it a couple days ago because it was uh, i i was like on death's door obviously with uh (laughs) this COVID thing and it was okay i mean it's a weird I couldn't help like the entire time being like, it's one of those weird movies that I'm like, this is the movie that they think audiences are going to go nuts for. It's like animal, <laughs> yeah. animal, you know, trade, you know, expanding on what Fallen Kingdom was, which is just like the black market of selling dinosaurs. And then it's like a food shortage movie. I'm like, what, yeah. what decisions are they making and why? Yeah, I... I was really confused by the whole black market exploration once again by this series because, I mean, fans, now I may be wrong here, but I felt like that was obviously one of the main critiques, if not one of the, outside of the whole clone, so spoilers if you haven't seen it. But outside of that, that's like the number one thing people hated about Fallen Kingdom. Because it's so depressing. I, I walked out <laughs> of Fallen Kingdom being like, oh, I feel sick. Like, I feel like I need to go shower because <laughs> I felt awful for all the animals. And then, yeah, we're we're now mixing in cloning of human beings, which I made the mistake going into Dominion. Uh, my wife and I were like recapping Fallen Kingdom because it's been a while before yeah. we saw the new one, like on the way to the theater. And... I brought up the girl and I go, she was like a clone. And I think they use like dinosaur DNA. And she was like, what? And uh, they didn't use dinosaur DNA, but she is a clone. And I totally forgot just how weird and random that feels. Yeah. I I, I guess the logic is if we're in the real world, dinosaurs are roaming the earth again. This is what would happen. People would be doing this stuff because they do it with animals today. I just, it's not fun. It's like yeah. not fun. It's I I find that like you said that's what they're like. Oh, audiences are w- going to want to see this, and to me, I'm like, I, I'm confused because that worked for. I honestly, think like Fallen Kingdom is like all right. That's your B story of this movie. Okay, whatever. But well, let's move on from it. Let's not go back and you said like you said double down on because I. Thought overall, one, that muddies the waters of Dominion because let's face it, we have not had a Jurassic Park or world movie where dinosaurs are out in the open. We're not living, coexisting with them in the real world. That itself alone is enough to be like, let's explore what that's like. And then how do we live like this if they're not like, like are they going to treat it like district nine and they're gonna yeah i you know so there's so many different directions they could go and better yeah like i told others too another example and and this is an analogy i used at work is what if it's like the walking dead and you look at this is what we're going to do for exploring coexisting with dinosaurs same way that like walking dead does with zombies so that's one direction but the thing is i is maybe I like torturing myself because I actually enjoyed the movie. Like you said, it was okay. I described it. I would describe it as a fun, but messy or entertaining, but messy movie, because I think they allow the legacy characters to take away from the actual Jurassic world characters. You feel less for Chris Pratt's character and you feel less, even though I think Bryce, uh, uh, Howard had more to do in this. I think that she suffers and Pratt's character suffer to shoehorn in more of the legacy characters, which is fun, but they just seem to try to juggle way too many things 
in this movie and it just became too convoluted too much and because of that reason it was just too messy now it was fun to see uh laura dern jeff goldblum sam neill back on the big screen and obviously sam neill pining for laura dern uh to have that relationship that he never got to have but did you like seeing those three characters again in that way i mean kind of i couldn't help but be like did did Laura? Did you think Laura Dern was good? I almost don't think she is in this. See, I love her in Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. love her. And in this, it's it's weird because I I could not really tell if I liked any of the. I like seeing them, but if you individually look at each character by themselves, I don't know if I can say I like their, their character in dominion, like just as a whole, sure. That I, I like them, but individually, I don't know if I can say that. I don't, I don't know if I, they were, I guess. Okay. Um, it's just strange. She like, she goes to Alan is like, I need a witness because I've got to, I've got to stop or, you know, like uncover this, this plot, by mm-hmm. uh, another legacy character of Lewis Dotson to like spark this food shortage so everyone depends on us. So she goes to Alan Grant because she needs a witness. And I'm like, she could have gotten anyone. Why is she going to him yeah. other than movie? And we want to bring everyone back. Uh, I guess and she does mention like the, having you help me will bring it. It will make this more real i guess and getting it out there like people will take it more seriously but that felt convict just like silly to me why are they even there and then i liked seeing malcolm but the the, the, we we go to malcolm and he's teaching some class and he's got his black leather jacket on and it just feels (laughs) sad like this guy's still wearing (laughs) his clothes from 40 years ago and it's all these dumb little winks and nods to the original um I don't know. It, it weirdly feels there's there's one point late in the movie where there's like 12 characters on screen. And that's kind of fun, but we introduce like three new characters. We have the three legacy uh, and then obviously Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas. And I'm like, do we need 19 story threads and 19 characters in this? Yeah. Um... And it's not that I didn't enjoy the new characters. It was just almost too much. I think it was too many yeah. threads that could have been combined and had just our main core uncovering some plot. Um, I don't know. It, it was just okay. I, I didn't I didn't hate the movie. I think it would probably be better on the second go-round, but it is just strange the direction that this franchise has gone. And it'd be this is it was number two or number one in its second week of release, which no one on earth would have expected because Light You were supposed to <laughs> dominate and didn't. So there is an audience for this movie. I wonder though, why like how did this make so much in its second week? And are those people walking away happy? Because I really don't know anyone who loved this movie. And yeah. with it making so much money, Universal clearly is gonna do more of these. I wondered the direction. Where do you go? Are they still mm. out in the world? Can you find a way to actually make a fun dinosaur movie? And I know that plot is so thin that you can only do so much, which is maybe why they're in such strange territory of yeah. animal trading and cloning and food shortages. But I feel like there's you you can do an adventure movie with dinosaurs out in the wild uh, and not have it be so serious, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, you got to come up with something that's that we don't have crazy villains other than dinosaurs. Like, we all, every one of these Jurassic World movies, there's some like maniac billionaire who's doing something <laughs> yeah. crazy. I just want to see right. dinosaurs lose their minds. And also, uh, we've said, I think, spoiler alert, but the ending to this movie is the ending to Jurassic World and the ending to Jurassic Park where the only thing they have to do is escape. They've got to make it to the helicopter and it ends with them running around <laughs> while dinosaurs fight whatever the big bad that they introduce into whatever movie it is. 
in Jurassic World, it was the T-Rex teaming up with the raptors, fighting whatever that chameleon thing was. <laughs> and then that gets wiped out <laughs> by the water monster thing. And then this one, it's they introduced like some big dinosaur that literally left no impression on me whatsoever. It was like a little bit bigger than a T-Rex. It goes mano a mano with the T-Rex and then some dinosaur with claws. <laughs> I was just like... I was like, we're really just recycling the ending to all these movies because they can't come yeah. up with anything else other than, oh my gosh, dinosaurs are fighting. Let's r- have human beings running around at their feet and they got to get to a helicopter. <laughs> I don't get it. Come up with something different, please. It's so, <laughs> it's just like, it's, cr- I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't. And I don't know, too. There's so many characters in this, and they're all spread apart until the very end. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. Was this just like, let's yeah, let's like just piece together the OG characters. We'll keep them together until the very end, and then we'll combine them with the new ones. Um, something about it feel, felt cobbled together like because COVID. But I know when they did this movie, they did it like on a closed set, and like everyone lived there, I thought. So I, I don't yeah. know if the pandemic had an effect, but it feels like it felt it something fell off in a way that I, I feel like they had to make alterations to this story, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, that's what I was trying to figure out. If I could pick out the moments that felt like they were like limited for COVID. And honestly, I couldn't find it. I, I could not pinpoint that. Well, the one noticeable thing I will say the pandemic had to have had an effect on i think a lot of the cg dinosaur stuff is awful yeah um, there's so many things that i was like that's your final that's the final cg you're putting in this massive movie it looks terrible yeah and how does it get worse i know i'm not saying anything that's never been said before but how i can rewatch jurassic park and that stuff looks fantastic the mixture of cg and the the Mm -hmm. practical effects I don't get how these movies are looking worse every single time. <laughs> yeah. It is like diminishing quality over what you would expect them to only get better. But the CG did look pretty bad in this. I, I thought at times, not all the time, but at time, time. no, yeah, not all the time. And there's, there's a lot of fun dino moments in this. Um, I, I had a weird theatrical experience in that we went a week after it came out it was uh, like a Sunday afternoon, and I would say it was it was like a four o'clock showing. It was maybe eighty five to ninety percent full. It was packed. Hmm. We sat in the back corner, uh, and this family came in, sat in the middle of the auditorium. They had, I assume it was a mom and dad. I didn't really see the parents, but it was like preteens. So I would say between four and eleven, like four or five of these kids, they were up swapping seats during the movie, playing on the stairwell. At one point, I kept hearing somebody, somebody, and it was one of the kids, watching something on their phone. And, of course, the movie gets louder and louder, so they were turning their phone up. And it was... So the, the audio would die down eventually, and we would just hear this blaring phone literally watching some sort of show or something. And... It was a movie where I was like, whatever, I'm not so into this that this is driving me crazy. I actually kind of found it entertaining because I'm like, somebody's going to lose their crap at some point. Like, <laughs> how is no one, it was an hour and a half into it. I'm like, how is no one losing their crap right now? And eventually this old man is like, turn your phone off. We're in a movie. <laughs> and his wife gets up, like walks down a couple aisles and like gets in the kid's face. Is like, turn your phone off. <laughs> and... I'm watching all this like people are nuts nowadays and we keep having shootings all over the country. So while it is entertaining and funny that somebody flipped, I'm like, this is it. This is I'm going to co- recover from COVID and get killed in a freaking movie theater. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but nothing, nothing happened. Uh, thank God. Uh, but that was weird. It was a weird and I never really I haven't had a bad theatrical experience in a while and that it drove my like my wife was pissed. She was livid. <laughs> the weird thing is, I was watching this, hearing it, looking all over the theater because I could just like look out on. I was like, "Where's that coming from?" 
I never saw like a screen. So it must have been somebody like really hunched in their seat. But <laughs> that it was it was um super weird. Uh we talked, my wife and I left the movie and she hated the movie, by the way. Oh. She really hated it. Like she it it the the credits started and she was like, Well, that sucked. And she's usually not like that. Uh, but on the way home, we, we spent more time talking about the weirdness that happened, uh, over the, you know, the movie itself. Cause she right. just like was not into it, but I think it actually kind of made it a, a little more entertaining. Did you have any, <laughs> did you have anything weird happen? No. And it was relatively, uh, um, small, like in terms of the attendance, not a lot of people in the auditorium. And I, and I, uh, I did get to see that with my girlfriend uh, when she was in town, but they were really, I would say total with us included, like maybe 10 people at most. Oh, wow. Yeah. So not a lot. And you uh, saw it like opening weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we did because that's weird. Yeah. And she was in town and it was one of those, we saw it at a time that I expected there to be a decent amount and there wasn't not. Nothing wild happened. Um, it was funny. Like she she coughed, and then like maybe a few minutes later, there's a guy who sneezed. And I'm like, I'm glad that we are in just the freaking COVID auditorium. Um, and I made a joke, and then like her and someone else, I don't think they thought it was very funny. Um, but at the same time, like you are thinking of that though when you hear that in a theater <laughs> yeah you're like oh great <laughs> like what you're you're kind of bracing or at least get a little nervous but um i mean at the same time i told her i'm like you know she she couldn't help it and then one something she's just hacking up on someone and you know m- being rude about it but no there wasn't anything abnormal about the the viewing for us but um and like in terms of commentating, um, it was relatively quiet. Man, that's interesting. We got there. Uh, we only got two previews because we, I mean, we try to time it to where we don't have to sit through twenty five minutes of garbage. Uh, so we got the freaking Minions trailer, <laughs> which is just like I let that movie come out, so I don't have to see this again. And then uh, we got <laughs> the Nope trailer, like the brand new one. Oh and yeah. That's when we're walking in. I'm like, God dang it. I've, I've already like walking up the stairs to the seats. So I'll just put up with it. Uh, I didn't watch it. I listened to it. And I definitely feel like I know a little bit more of the direction it's heading. Have you still avoided everything so far? Yes. Oh, I don't, of- you're not going to make it. There's no way oh, man, that I- you can last until late July and not know at least an overall thing of what this is about. So two things, because that trailer, it started, which is funny, before Dominion. And I literally, because I was bracing for it. I was expecting it. I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm expecting this just a heads up. When it comes on, I'm running out of the theater. Like I'm crapping my pants. <laughs> and and then it comes on. I hear Kiki Palmer. I'm like, I got to go. Because, you know, Kiki says in the first moment, she reveals that about like them being brother and sister and their dad missing or something like that. That's all yeah. I know. And then I, I did, literally I didn't get know up, that until this this new one. I get up and I start basically running out of the theater. And then the second thing is I know that this movie is going to be two hours and 15 minutes because I, I sought that out because the tickets being on sale. But I that's it. That's that. That's not too long. That's a that's a good runtime. I'm pumped for that. So what else have you been watching over the past couple of weeks? As I told you, it's been a bunch of crap. Because <laughs> like, well, when you said that, I was like, I didn't know if that literally meant you're just watching garbage no. or, you know, just like, oh, I've been watching so much crap. You um, know, just like a lot of stuff. I, I would say most of it has, it's been enjoyable because I have caught up on a lot of TV and some movies that I've been meaning to watch. And because there was a time not long ago where I told you, I'm like, man, I just feel so far behind. It's weird to say that, but you get like anxious because you have so much that you want to see. And, yeah. And, and that's, I felt that last night to the point where I was like, it's, you do realize there's no way you're ever going to watch everything that you want to. Yeah. So you prioritize like there's, I was thinking about something last night. I was like, I just, 
I haven't got to it at this point. I was looking forward to it. And I'm, I might not ever get to it just because it's not yeah. apparently at the top of my list. And and so I I started doing that as well. And I started going down and I made one very huge realization. And that realization is, and it's interesting, and I'll start with this, but it's Moon Knight. Because I kept I kept hearing people talk about it on like just in like so and in like the social media circle of seeing various people talk about it. And I'm like, okay, this um it looks interesting. And Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawk, here's the thing. I I actually enjoyed the series, but I came to the realization all these Marvel shows, not that great. Yeah, I feel that. Well, I liked Loki. As a, overall, I think that's the best one. This one, yeah. I, I told you, I I have maybe thirteen minutes left in the final episode. I have never gone back to it, and I don't really care. I, I will, it's just okay. Well, the thing that stinks is I like the build up, but um, the final episode is such a disappointment because yeah, they they usually are. Well, and, th- and that's another thing. That was my final thing. I'm like, wow, this is almost like they're taking a, a page from Stephen King's book. Um, <laughs> literally. Uh, and, and we both love Stephen King, but a lot of times our big complaint is that, you know, or the big joke rather is that King can't stick the landing or at least something yeah. in the end. It's, it's valid a lot of the time. It, yeah, that's, it's sad. But that's what, when it when he does nail it, though, like, it's so rewarding. Oh, so good. Like, the Green Mile or, or you know. I think 11-22-63, like, that is, like, oh, that's one of his best endings. But yeah. we don't need to di- digress into King yeah. fandom. So, and, but the, the same goes for these Marvel shows. Like, I loved WandaVision until the end. And I'm like, what the heck happened? And then uh, Loki, or I'm sorry, not Loki, actually, the ending was solid. Like that was good. That was yeah, really good. That at least too feels like it's planting big pieces for where this, you know, the mm-hmm. MCU is heading next. Cause I think one big criticism of the MCU phase four is just it feels aimless in a way that it hadn't until this point where yeah. it were build it we're building up, you know, the next event, but we don't officially really know what it is. Mm-hmm. And Feige said it's supposed to become clear in the coming months and Maybe that's the case, but yeah, these these shows are just okay. I've I've seen the first two Miss Marvel, and uh, the lead on that show is she's really entertaining and fun, and I like the light tone of that because it does have kind of like a Spider Man Homecoming hmm. feel to it. Okay, um, but I just I assume by the end of it, it's going to be a disappointment because they can never they never consistently have a good you know A to B. Yeah, beginning to beginning to end because it just gets awful. Like I thought, I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier started off good, and then that was all. By the end of that, I thought that was awful. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's the thing that stinks is I I enjoyed where they were going with in terms of like this Captain America and with Wyatt Russell's character, but once again, it would just felt so blah and yeah. I am it's just like so mediocre. That's the problem I have with a lot of these. And to be honest, after Moon Knight, I'm going to be very selective about my my MCU shows. And I mean, I'm I'm kind of at the point now where I watch it because it's the MCU, but I I don't necessarily care. I mean, I feel like we're yeah. getting into that territory where we're we're expanding it in ways that I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't care. I don't. I'm just not as excited anymore because we're losing a lot of the characters that I cared about. Yeah, and it's not a knock on anyone new, but uh, it, it is losing some of the magic. Have you started Obi Wan at all? No, and that's so. My brother in law is a huge Star Wars fan, and we were talking about this, and I said my big complaint about Star Wars is I love the direction, and once again, I know this is very divisive to say it. We actually both enjoyed. The Last Jedi, in terms of this, seemed very different, and I, I, I was digging. I was down for the idea of let's go in a different direction because we are suffering from the repetitiveness of what Star Wars has done in the past, and I like 
I mean, the idea of Star Wars, we should have so many different stories, so many different planets and crews and everything across the board just it should feel different. And yet there's a sameness to it. And I and, and my brother-in-law, he's like, you know, with Obi-Wan, he's like, I appreciate it. But he's like, I'm getting to the point where you've talked about this, too, where it's like, let's move on. And I... I haven't even started it because so much of it, and I love you and McGregor. I freaking love him, but I don't know if I can watch it because it just seems to me like they're starting to not repeat themselves, but my interest is so low right now. And Marvel's starting to suffer outside of the like movies, not really the case, but their shows. You know, and I actually left Moon Knight liking the series overall, minus the final episode. I mean, Obi Wan's okay. Yeah, McGregor's great, but uh, I mean, I don't necessarily want to go over the plot because you haven't seen it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what it was about, and it just feels like we've seen it a thousand times. It, it's nice seeing that character again, um, but I, it, I think. So Taika Waititi is supposed to be doing his own Star Wars movie. And I, he mentioned kind of the same thing of there's so much to explore that we could build brand new. That's what I want to do is something you haven't seen before. Because, yeah, we're, we're living in this massive galaxy that mm. you could do a million movies that don't need to have characters we've seen before or, uh, you know carrying on a story that's been told for 30 years like yeah. come up with something brand new yeah so hopefully that's some i don't know it just and i they do sink money into these shows but sometimes i'm like they don't feel like it they feel cheap which is like there's things in moon now i'm like this looks terrible like i don't like him his cg stuff I, it just didn't look good to me and i'll finish it at some point but I, I'm just, my interest is definitely starting to wane. The thing that stinks is with the final 15, to me, the final final 15 of Moon Knight or the final half of the final episode is where for me, and I binged all of those in one sitting, it really, to me, started to lose momentum because I, now I don't know how you'd be able to watch it week to week. I am doing that, however, with the boys, and I'll get to that here in a little bit. But um, with Moon Knight, binging it all at once, I think helps. And it's only six episodes. But yeah, the final half of the final episode is the weakest. And it's, I think, mainly because it just drops the ball. Now, one show to me that's not dropping the ball is the freaking boys season three. Yeah, it's so good. I, I like, I love it. And it's so funny. I heard spoilers on the boys just in the first episode. And I think this is what you're talking about, but you were, you text me like, I can't believe they did this. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I was like, I was like, I'm not offended by what I just saw, <laughs> but it is something that I cannot believe that they did. And you're talking about the Ant-Man, their version of Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's him shrinking it and pleasuring this dude's erect penis and then exploding. And it's just, and that's the stuff that this show pushes the boundaries, but it does it in a weird way where I'm not offended. Yeah, the language is insane, but they're they always find a way to make it seem grounded, even though it is just so far from that. And then Homelander is amazing. Like, oh my, consistently. Gosh. Every single episode, he stuff that he says stuff that makes me laugh because, um, he's just funny, and it's funny in ways that's just like this guy's the worst person imaginable. Right. But, and that's a show where I, these MCU shows or Star Wars, they feel they don't feel cheap like the old days. I think uh, if you had done these shows a decade ago, they'd be really cheap. They don't mm -hmm. feel like that. It's just they feel low budget in a way that I find distracting. The boys is just like that, that all feels and looks yeah. uh, like stuff you would see on the big screen. And it's like so high quality. Yeah. Something about the way they shoot the show is just so well done. And yeah, this season's been knocking it out of the park. I'm a little nervous because they're 
This there, I haven't seen episode four. Okay. Wait, what are they on? What did they just do? Episode five? Uh, they just finished five. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen five. I know episode six does. They're they're already like promoting it. It's like the big um, superhero like orgy thing that they do in the comics, hero gasm, and it's supposed to be like the craziest stuff you'll ever see. <laughs> I I do. They hype that kind of stuff up, and I do worry that this show is more focused on shocking people than like entertaining people at uh, some points. But every time they kind of hype stuff up to be like, yeah, this is going to shock you, it never really does. And maybe I'm just warped. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wonder what they're going to show in this episode six. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm still enjoying it, though. I think this season's great. I, I thought season one and two were like solid front to back. I, so I loved season one and then season two, I really liked, but I don't, I don't know if I could say I love it, but right now it's season three. I, I love, I'm back to the love stage. It just, there's something about just how, uh, and like you were bringing up about not just Homelander, the character, but Anthony Starr who plays Homelander and, and I've talked to um, a coworker and, and listener of ours, Jesse, about this, but everything he does is so nuanced from the facial expressions. Yeah. He's, to, he's absolute gold. He's like, he's stunning. He's freak. Like he is so freaking good, but everyone is amazing. You um, know who's, I actually think Chase Crawford, who plays the deep, I, I really only know him from watching gossip girl like decade ago, but He's he's genuinely super funny in the show, and I feel yeah. I I mean I feel bad for a lot of these characters because Homelander's such a douche. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're all fighting for like his attention or to just avoid him, you know, snapping and going postal because yeah. they know he's unhinged. Uh, but I think he's kind of like the unsung hero of that entire. Maybe maybe he's super popular. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think he might be outside of Star. He he's like the big. I, I really like I really like uh, Jack Quaid too. Freaking Jack Quaid. He's he's just fantastic, and he is he is that good character that we need because. Um, Butcher is I love Butcher, but he's he's definitely a character I don't know if I can relate to. He's entertaining, yeah. but I can't relate to him. And Huey is that character that. Uh, you know, you watch it, you're like, that's, that would be me almost in this situation. <laughs> I do, I do worry though. I don't know where it's going with the, the compound V, like the temporary yeah. thing. And I, I, I wonder where that's headed. And, uh, I feel like we've kind of seen that maybe not necessarily in this show, but in other shows of, oh, they're, they're on something and it's going to really take them down a dark path. And I don't know if I, I hope they don't do that. I feel like we've seen that before, but um, I don't know. It's, yeah, season three has been really good, really entertaining. That's a good – I look forward to that every Friday. Yeah. Well, and that's where I ended up uh, – so with the boys, I've been looking forward to that every single week. And then uh, – and it took me a while, like in week two – I think it was week two for me to start watching it. And it's, I just, I love it. It's such a, you know, I, I look forward to that every week. Same way with Atlanta. I did that. I watched that weekly, but Atlanta was very different this season because every other episode was this, <clears throat> an individual story. It was like what you mentioned where Donald Glover pitched FX. I want to do a short story or a short film. And each, every other episode was that where it told like a different story and then it'd get back to the main characters. Um, but in terms of TV, that's what I've been watching. And I ended up um, kind of bouncing around a lot of different services. I signed up for a free rental or a free month of Showtime uh, to watch some movies on there that I've been meaning to watch. One was, and this is going to sound like it's such a weird choice, but they had a few movies and shows, one being Becky, which you talked yeah. about. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's okay. Um, and I love the fact that we end up getting um, 
Oh shoot. Why am I blanking on Jeff wingers? Um, yeah, we get Joel McHale, Joel McHale. Yeah. His name in that is Jeff too, which was funny. Um, I saw the rental, the Dave Franco movie. Yeah. It's on Netflix now. Not bad. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It was actually, I, I probably enjoyed that a little bit more. Um, I did a watch with my girlfriend for uh, Rebel Wilson's movie Senior Year on Netflix. <laughs> is uh, it bad? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 was, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Um, I think both of us, it was like our <clears throat> long distance date night where we put that on. Um, another one that I watch, and this is a uh, uh, leading up to Anna de Armas's role as um Marilyn Monroe was the Netflix Netflix documentary the mystery of Marilyn Monroe something like that um I watched that and then oh uh Chip Chip and Dale on yeah. uh, Disney okay yeah that was okay and uh so that's basically what it's looks like for my that's that's a wide variety of things yeah it's a lot of different different stuff too and then um i felt like there was something that uh and i'm pulling it up here but it was part of this month and it was catching me off guard oh yes um i am almost done with peaky blinders season six i've got one episode left and i need to go back to that at some point and so far, I really like season six. It's really good. I'm curious how they're going to all wrap it up. And I've got the the final episode is an hour and 20 minutes. I've got that. And I'm going to finish that tonight. The final thing is Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, Netflix, Spiderhead. I need to do that. I need to do Hustle. Uh, actually, two two Netflix things that... I'm looking forward to is, is Spiderhead any good? Yeah. Um, so it's fascinating because to me, you see elements of like oblivion and other movies that Joseph did in Maverick and in Spiderhead. It's, I mean, you get some of that because of where it takes place and I won't reveal much about it. Um, I did find Chris Hemsworth in the movie to be amazing. Yeah, I, I saw a headline that said this is his career best role. Honestly, I, yes. I I really do think this is the best Hemsworth. If that's my one thing about this movie, Spiderhead, you watch it just to see Hemsworth because he, in this role, and I, I did not know he was playing this type of role until I was watching it. Like maybe 15 minutes in, I'm like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, hands down, he's the best. He's the reason why you watch this movie. Um, I do think it also poses a very interesting concept. It's less Twilight Zone and maybe a little like Black Mirror. It's It poses a very interesting sci-fi story that to me kept me interested and hooked the rest of the entire movie. Um, I think overall it's good, not great. And... I would actually watch it again, um, hmm. mainly because of Hemsworth and the fact that he does such a knockout job. Um, and Miles, he's okay. Uh, and Journey Smollett, um, she's good. But the reason why you watch this is for Hemi. Yeah, I need to. I need to crank that out. I've just been. We. I, I've been watching since basically. Christmas time, I started Eyes Wide Shut. I've, I've plowed. Uh, I mean, in the in the past six months, through sixteen Tom Cruise movies at this point, because I'm Ooh. I'm going through all of his movies and I'm just like ranking them on Letterboxd. So I've been revisiting, you know, obviously the Mission Impossible ones and stuff like that. So that's been entertaining. I have Rain Man up next. Uh, so I've been uh, being kept pretty busy with Tommy Cruise. Uh, I'm on season four of The Simpsons. I've been plowing through that. Loves. And man, these early seasons are laugh out loud funny. There's something in every one of them that I'm like rewinding because it it just makes me laugh. And I don't know 
what my wife's problem is. She hates that show. <laughs> like, really has no reason to, but I just don't think she understands. Uh, I mean, you can critique it all you want now about the quality. I, I'm not watching it, uh, the new episodes yet, because I'm just kind of plowing through this, and it'll be a long time until I get to whatever they're on, like season 33. But mm-hmm. for a show to be on that long and to have this, uh, you know, to be in pop culture for this amount of time, like you have to respect that. I don't think she understands how wild it is that this show's been on for so long that people yeah. have been watching it for almost the entire time I've been alive, which is insane. Uh, but yeah, the early seasons, I'm, I'm like very early in the season four and it's it's been... Highly entertaining. Um, what else have I been watching? I still need to finish We Own the City, which so far has been mm. very good. Uh, I started Jeff Bridges' new show on FX, uh, that The looks Old Man. really good. Which, first episode is okay. Mm. Um, I like Jeff Bridges a lot, and I, I've been watching him on kind of the the promo circuit because he talks about you know having cancer recently and... Which I had no idea. Which you didn't, yeah, no idea. I I feel like such a jerk for that because, yeah. Yeah, so he he had that and he talks about how he went through COVID uh, at the same time and obviously going through chemo, you you lose your immunity and then he gets sick with COVID and he said the COVID was worse than the chemo and it's interesting Uh. to see, uh, you know, hear him talk about that and his outlook on life. so that's that's been the first episode's all right. I'll continue that. I think there's only like seven or eight episodes. Uh, FX has a new show they're dumping on Hulu this week. It's called The Bear, which we mm. didn't do our June picks. Uh, this was going to be on mine. It's like this chef who moves back to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop. This show looks amazing. I keep hearing amazing things about it. If you haven't seen the trailer. Uh, give that a watch because it's going to be, I think, eight episodes on Hulu uh, starting June 23rd. It looks really, really good. And then, I mean, I don't know what else I've been watching. Uh, I mean, I've really kind of been preoccupied with movies and... And Tom Cruise. And The Simpsons. And then this week, hopefully, we have Elvis and the Black Phone. I want to see both of those. I think that's about it, man. I don't, I don't, yeah, this, it's really, my life has just been just Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been dedicated. Are you with leading up to, especially um, Elvis, are you looking forward more to Elvis than the black phone? Mm. I, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. Because I, I want to see them both, but they're so different from one another that yeah. it's hard. And I haven't seen anything from the Black Phone uh, intentionally. So, I mean, what I've seen, though, like I'm telling you, the first couple seconds I saw of some TV spot, and I'm like, well, I don't know what Ethan Hawke is doing. And, it, <laughs> it, and I love that kind of stuff, so I maybe would lean towards seeing that a little bit more uh, or looking forward to that a little bit more. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think if I had to choose one this weekend, it would be the black phone. If I only got to see one. I got to say, you got to throw in Spiderhead somewhere. Yeah. Uh, this is, the, I mean, just the fact that it's on Netflix, though, I, I, I'm less inclined to rush and see that because I really want to see Hustle. I think yeah. Hustle, Hustle looks really good, and uh, I've kind of forgotten the fact that it's even streaming. Well, and that's another reason why I wanted to watch it because I was worried about forgetting. Um, And, you know, it's that kind of whole Netflix. We've talked about that before. If it's it's on Netflix, we're less inclined. But I will say one thing, and this is my plea for you to see it. There is a scene, and it reminded me so much of uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. And it's with Hemi. And he does something. And it made me think, man, we need to get more Hemsworth. And it's very different, like very different motivations, but it's almost like I'm waiting for someone to cut those scenes where they're very similar in terms of what he does, but his delivery, his motivation, all that stuff is just different. And I kept thinking back to that. And even though I thought El Royale was just okay, I'm going to go back and rewatch it because... 
of him and how he acted and how different he acted. And that's the thing is he's someone that we don't usually see. Yeah. Which which is fun. Yeah. I, when is that? So he's got that Disney Plus show, uh, Limitless. Yeah. When is that coming out? I saw a trailer for that like in December. Yeah. I, it just says coming soon. I haven't heard anything since. I, I don't know if either. they were waiting for, uh, you know, when Thor comes out to to um, maybe drop that. Oh. But I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I could see that. I could see them waiting a little bit longer. But I, I was thinking about that too because I haven't, I was scrolling on Disney Plus and I noticed that. I'm like, oh, that, I thought that was already out. I thought so too. And uh, so far, no. But uh, yeah, we got some good stuff in uh, for the rest of June. And, and in July, we got several big things, the count- obviously. Yeah, the countdown is on because nope, we are now officially one month away. And I do want, I want to revisit get out and us yeah because it has been a while um so yeah but what about what about the rise of Gru? (laughs) (laughs) like you said people i don't know what we got that trailer before jurassic world and like people were clapping and stuff i'm like good lord yeah people love people love despicable me and the menus you know what's funny one of the first things i ever posted on Instagram was about uh, Minions, that movie coming out. Because, you know, it was right before COVID. I got I got on Instagram, I think it was during, like it, and during COVID. And then on one of the packages for Minions, it says coming summer 2020 or something like that. And it's just something like I zoom into that. I'm like, whoops. And then here we are two years later and we're finally getting that. Two freaking years later, it doesn't seem real. But that's... I, I guess I didn't even know that was supposed to come out two years ago. I only would have known that because of that Instagram video. <laughs> that's it. I, I'm i hoping, too, not to go back to note, but I would imagine we're going to get our first trailer for Halloween Ends oh, before that yeah. one, right? I mean, that's got to be... we we got to be getting close to our first look that's at that. right. That's got that's got to be the debut. I mean, I hope they, I hope it looks. But I don't know. It, you know, Halloween Kills uh, that trailer. I couldn't even finish the first one because it showed so much. So we'll see. We'll see what this shows. Now, I just checked Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Update: Black Phone, eighty-five percent. It's dropping down a little bit. As long as that all that has to land on exactly what was it 83 i said and then <laughs> it doesn't matter we, you've already <laughs> lost we're not getting those double points we didn't establish that yet oh but yeah i'm actually as we get closer i'm uh i i think i may be more excited for the black phone but nonetheless we've got some good stuff coming out and i'm also pumped for i just exactly one month from today at the time of recording we're we've got a new Jordan Peele movie. I could not be more excited. We're also too. Um, I hate to bring this up now because I don't want to spend another forty-five minutes talking. But they dropped Volume Two trailer for Stranger yeah. Things. Uh, I haven't watched it. I don't think I will. But I loved Volume One, and I really thought Volume One and Volume Two like that was this was it. We're not getting any more seasons, and we're actually getting another season after volume mm-hmm. two. So I'm going into this super hype because I know we got more to come, but I do wonder they're going to have to kill somebody yeah. off in volume two, right? Yeah. They have they to. They have to. This season has been amazing though. I love it. A best, that you, I would say. You can say that they rip on a bunch of stuff, but it's all stuff that I love. So I'm all about it. Yeah. I love that this is like a full-blown horror story. Oh, I do, yeah. Yeah. This is, and I, yeah, hands down, my favorite season of Stranger Things. I love it so much. And it just seems like the show, to me, keeps getting better. And also with the characters, they keep adding characters, but I love them. I actually do like all of the new characters. Yeah, they do. They generally do a, a good job of introducing someone. I mean, Billy was a douche. There was nothing... But he was great to hate. He was great and entertaining, but there was no, there's nothing redeeming about him, which is frustrating to a degree because spoiler alert 
when he sacrifices himself in season three, it's like, whatever, like you were a douchebag. <laughs> like, I don't, right. like, I don't, I yeah. don't feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for Max because she, Max, she had a trashy yeah. uh, relationship with him because he was a dickhead, but. And, and, and I think that's where they're leaning heavy into that, which it's like, that is, I think the reason why we get Billy, you know, and, and why he did all that stuff. And because we kind of, we all love to see how he got basically tortured to death. <laughs> and then with Max, that stinks to see, to see her so, you know, traumatized over that. But man, I just, yeah, that, that I'm so amped, even though we're, it's two episodes, it's going to be four hours worth of Stranger Things. I think things. the final episode's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Man, I'm pumped. I can't wait. That's, and that's, uh, I think that's, July first. Oh, that July first. Okay, yeah. so that's that's uh, once in two weeks now. Baby. I love that. That's that's gonna be awesome. I hope they don't. I I can't imagine that they drop the ball. I feel like they're, you know, usually consistently pretty good. Yeah, and the Duffer Brothers, I trust because this is something that they continue to knock it out. And I've got. I'm I'm try. I'm starting to have a lot of theories, but my thing right now is keep it in check because so long as it is in check, this show is, and it may just be my favorite show on right now. That and the boys probably. Yeah, it's it's. I would say the one that I look forward to the most, and yeah. I kind of realized how much I loved it. I, I I'm sure I've said this before. Rewatching it leading up to volume or season four because my wife had never seen it. Um. Rewatching the series, I by by season three, I realized how much I'm gonna miss these characters and, and these stories oh, when yeah. it's over. And I that's usually a sign that whatever you're watching is is done pretty good. Yeah, you know, because there's a lot of shows that end. And you're like, yeah, that's that's fine. I don't, I don't, I probably won't think much about it. But this, right? I'll miss it when it's over. Uh, just like what you said, I as I was watching this season, the very beginning, I'm like. I forgot how much I missed these characters, how much I missed hanging out with these characters. And I am truly going to miss these characters when it's all said and done. And I do think, I think part of it maybe is because we've been watching them since they've been young. Yeah. And to see them grow, we feel like we have been growing alongside them in some yeah. weird way, even though obviously they're characters and I've never met any of those people. But you do have a, a weird connection to these people in a way that makes everything, I don't know, a little more emotional. Now they mm-hmm. do, they do kill somebody off. Let's say they're going to kill at least one person. Who do you think it's going to be? Because I, I swear, I I thought it was going to be Steve in Volume One, and it's not. I still, yeah. I feel like you're going to do it. You're probably not going to kill the kids off. You've already done the Hopper thing. Um, Steve's beloved. So it's mm. it's gotta be if you're gonna kill somebody off, it's gotta be him. Right? I think it's Steve. I mean, he's been attacked. He's just been, you know, he's bleeding out. He seems to be okay, but I don't know at this point. It seems like it could be Steve, and then we've got the cliffhanger of Nancy. So yeah, it, honestly, it, it's like you either kill someone super popular, or. I don't know if Nancy's popular. I don't mind her, but she's not necessarily one of my favorites. So if you kill her, it is a big deal, but it's not something where, where I'm going to be like, dang it, I miss Nancy. Uh, yeah. I, and that, so I love Nancy, but I don't think it's going to be her. I think she lives. I think Steve. Or maybe, maybe Jonathan. On, I don't know. Could be, uh, like, what are we doing with Jonathan's character at this point? I think, I do think Steve is on the chopping block, and I think Jonathan. I think he'll end up coming back in the next season and they could end up booking book ending it with either Will's death where oh. it's yeah. Where I don't think you can do that. He's been tortured nonstop from season one <laughs> to, to basically season four. Like he doesn't he doesn't get a break. <laughs> I don't think you can I don't think you can kill one of the kids off. Yeah, and that's I don't know if you can either. I think we'll get a happy ending for them, including Max. Um, but honestly, I think, yeah, I think Steve's a goner. I, I do wonder though, if we end up having, um, Joyce, I, I, again, she's gone through the ringer too. Like, Will. that whole family's just been just like, 
used and abused for 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 well not necessarily in season four but like the first three seasons they they're just like all for our entertainment yeah it's just we're watching their lives just disintegrate i I do think hopper will get a happy ending i do i said the the ending is going to be with those two and i this was thinking this was literally the end but it's going to be joyce and hopper sitting down at the Italian restaurant, that's their mm, ending. Yeah. They finally go through all this nonsense and they get to get that date that they've been waiting on for like a yeah. year and a half at this point or whatever it is. But um I and, and then I do believe spinoff idea it's gonna be set in the it's gonna be set in modern times and they have to come back to Hawkins and the fight fight him as uh basically the Pennywise thing every twenty seven years it yeah. comes back. I could that's see that what they're gonna that's what Duffer brothers are gonna do next. I could see that for sure. Well, but we'll find out. At least for now, I'm I'm along for the ride and I'm loving every minute. It's going to be I mean, at least that's not that might not even come out next year. So we got some time to to theorize and then uh, you know, not necessarily direct cuz I'll be excited when they announce season 5 when it's coming out, but it it will be that thing of, "Oh, it's coming to an end." And that always kind of ruins things a little bit yeah unless they end up surprising us with this season like oh by the way season five is just a fake out this is truly the end this is it and then uh obviously everything leaks so fast you have to binge it which sucks yeah exactly i want to spend time with the final episodes and space it out we were able to do that with volume one which is nice but um yeah yeah i i'm gonna do what you and likes did get some doms Mm-hmm. Sit down, leave work early. Three days. Like, Spread it out over three days. We did like three yeah. apiece. I'm, I think I'm going to do one full night of <laughs> both episodes. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, I love that. That's awesome. But man, then once you're done, you're done. And and then you, you're just like, it's like get, given a, a big old Dom's, Domino's pizza and you plow through it in one night and then you, you got nothing left. Well, I make. I may go back and rewatch a season I love it that much. I think I think that's a good idea leading into volume one. So Zoom yeah. says we have less than a minute left, and oh. Zoom sucks now, so we better wrap this up. Well, it's been fun. Drew, I'm glad that you're feeling better, stronger, and uh, by this time next week when we end up recording, you're going to feel like Daft Punk, harder, better, faster, stronger. I'm going to look like Chris, Chris Hemsworth in um, Love and Thunder, too. Loves, and also it's- Spiderhead. Just compl- oh, is he shirtless in that? I won't say. I Ooh. can't say. I will just say there is one scene that's going to make you eat it up and love it. <laughs> All right. You better wrap this up. We have like 10 seconds left. Well, I've just got one last thing to say. Keep watching. Keep watching.